Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This episode of The Fighting Cock is dedicated to the memory of Hugo Egiog. Oh, I mean, it's just fucking sad. It's it's a very, very sad thing. He's 44 years old. Um, no, no one expects that to happen to anyone who's as athletic as he, he, he was. He had been in football, was fit. Um... You know he's forty-four. It's a it's a terrible thing. He leaves behind a child. He leaves behind his wife. 
and we all live through that 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 game against Chelsea and, and it's a shame that we lost but you know a lot of people talk about it, 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 things paling into insignificance when people lose their lives and 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 for for all all Spurs fans it was a real loss to to, lo- to 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 lose that game it felt painful to lose against Chelsea but when you actually think about who actually has lost something in the last week it's not Spurs fans really it's it's um, Egiog's family and um you know I got nothing to say really other than it's a terribly sad thing um so yeah very much so this episode of the fighting cock is in the memory of of, of Egiog and um we hope and um, pray that his family are are able to get past this really difficult time uh yeah it's the fighting Welcome back to the Fighting Cock, Charlie Parrish and Ted Riley. Bardi, you just finished your marathon. We'll talk about that in the second half, mainly because T thinks that's what we should do. He writes a running order and he said, let's talk about that in the second half. <laughs> it doesn't matter that you've done 26.2 miles for Wave Charity. And he sent me a link today via Facebook saying um, about people that start talking about the London Marathon, just bringing it up in conversation. So he really doesn't want me to where's, talk Where's about your it. medal? I thought you'd have your medal on. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> Matt Gottrell. I'm not bringing him my London Marathon. They gave away 40,000 of these things. A friend of... A friend of sorry, a friend of mine who will remain unnamed actually um, has put a medal on his Instagram as if he had run the London Marathon to try and impress girls. But I thought it was quite funny. I think having, you need to name him. Now. Having said that, he did put the link for the charity, in, so if it means yeah. more money to go to a charity. Then you ever run a marathon, Ted? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, Barley might have inspired me. I may be thinking mm. about it for next year. Really? Mm. Oh, it hasn't yeah. inspired me at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've had longer with Ted today, so. Um, what, yeah. <laughs> Brainwashed. Yeah, when you just got here, you, you said to me, "Fancy a bit of that next that year?" I'm like, "Fuck no!" I saw the state of you. Your legs pulled. What that is is getting the seed and just throwing it and seeing where it lands. And yeah. now, now I know where the seed is. I need to get the right fertilizer. Start, <laughs> start working on you. Um, Charlie Parrish, how have you been, mate? I've been all right. It's been a while. It has been um, a while. I guess it's been a while since Spurs have had a crushing defeat. So yeah, we know who to call when to talk about something. <laughs> I'm here to soothe and uh, just get some sort of closure and sort of catharsis myself. I didn't want to do this podcast for the first time in six years. Nearly six years. I just didn't want... I did, I'm really good at just putting to bed bad results. And on the day, because I was drunk, I was like, I'm over it. Within about an hour, I'll be finishing. Mm. And then I woke up in the morning. I weren't over it at all, Ted. I, 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 it was worse. Yeah. It was the Arsenal result for me. That I was I was doing all right until lunchtime, and then all my in-laws are Arsenal fans, and I was uh, I was hanging hanging out with quite a lot of them on, uh, on Sunday. Were they watching the game? They were watching the game. We were actually in. We were visiting sort of their nan in hospital, so I couldn't even like act like I wanted anything other than an Arsenal win, really, because. Mm. I was having to be be nice. Um, Any part of you think at least? I mean, there is a silver lining in that. Yeah, yeah, but that didn't last very long. That was uh, that was about ten minutes of feeling like a better person. I just I'm having trouble 
handling the fact that Arsenal have like been diabolical this season and they're probably going to walk off with some silverware. They won't beat Chelsea. There's there's no way from what we saw what Conte did to us. He's not going to he won't allow Arsenal to beat them. I'm I have full faith in Chelsea. It was a very um it was a like depressingly kind of savvy game management from Conte, yeah. wasn't it? He had it he had us right where he wanted us. Brought on Hazard and Costa and down we went. I mean, it was he couldn't have played it any better, really. I mean, Conte's not a um, he's not like a, a new manager. He's been there. He's mm. been in title runnings. He's, he's won, won trophies. He's gone league seasons unbeaten. He's managed at international level at major tournaments, and um, he's a very savvy manager. And he, he managed the game well. And Pochettino, as much as he is brilliant, he's still learning. And I think. I think we're just going to have to chalk down a lot of what happened on Saturday to another learning experience and hopefully we'll build on that for the rest of the season. We've got a question from Hotspur Hugh and he says, what's the point in anything anymore? (laughs) 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 It was a great question. Tell your brother. Um, Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, th- there's nothing quite like a damaging defeat like that to one of your rivals to really kind of question the point of life. Mm. Um, and I've been there before, particularly because it was without harking back to it. Then watching Arsenal experience that joy that I really felt we were. I mean, you we can't going to have without harking back to it and then just hark back. Yeah, to that's, it. that's, that's, that's <laughs> kind of my style. I wouldn't even thought about. I didn't think we'd actually. <laughs> Talk about that. Oh, right, that's enough. Stop then. bringing it up. <laughs> um, I'll go at half time. <sighs> Stay, but just don't. <laughs> Ted, you got anything? Yeah. Well, what's the point of anything anymore? Yeah. Question. Why was North London Derby on Saturday? Six, six big games. Hello? Below. Nice. Uh, Look at that. That's it. I'm, nice. I'm feeling it. Like, obviously, it's a, it's a horrible, damaging defeat. I think I've been. Every time I've been on it, I think I've bored everyone saying how much I think we need to win the trophy, and it's mm. not going to be the FA Cup this year. But could be the league though. There's yeah. still six big games, still six big games to play for. Like we, you know, including the last. It looks like the last on North London derby, White Hart Lane. So let's 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 get into it. Chelsea play tomorrow. They could lose, and then if we beat Palace, fucking who gives a fuck about the semi final? That's one point. That's <laughs> one point. One point. I mean, it ain't gonna happen. And then, but they, it's one point. And then they leaving the league by two points come the end of the weekend. Yeah, exactly. They go to Everton. Shit! <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> They lose, we win <laughs> midweek. Imagine they've got Everton away on the weekend, yeah. and well, they've got Southampton at home, which isn't a you know you never know which Lads, Southampton's going to Southampton turn, turn up. But Lads, yeah. that, that would be that would be the remedy. That would be yeah. the remedy, yeah. And then some. Mm-hmm. More, yeah, I mean that, that would be cutting. That would be that would be like a twelve-point gain In on like Chelsea. Three weeks. <laughs> Can you imagine beating Arsenal to go clear oh. at the top of the table. <sighs> But anyway, Southampton have got to beat Chelsea yeah. and we've got to beat Palace, which is a yeah, tough but, game. Yeah, but we're talking about it like it's possible. And of course it, it's possible. It's all possible. It's all possible. And Big big Sam's talked about having to rest quite a few yeah. of his yeah. big boys. Well, me and me he said they can't play three days after putting that much effort in. Me, me and Barry were just talking about this. He's, you know, they... Again, loads of men behind the ball against Liverpool. They managed to get the result. He yeah. says they're tired. And now he's got two home games coming up. One against Spurs, one against Burnley. Either one of them will get the 41 points and probably safe. You probably put your eggs in the basket and go for Burnley. Probably. Worst, worst. Probably. That's what he says he's going to do. The thing is, know? they are safe. They've got 38 points. Yeah. That will keep them up. They are top of the form table. Mm. Last six games. Well, well, it was us. It was us. We haven't lost in the league, have we? No, no, but we didn't play on the Saturday. Oh, no, 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 no
But still, this is going to Palace. It's not like we're going to fucking Juventus Stadium or we're going to the New Camp. It's going to Palace. Buddy. It's, it's all right. It's it's. For why are you going, doing this? Why, going, are you, no, why are you all positive? I'm being positive. positive. It's not. It's not positivity. <laughs> it's delusion. If you're gonna go, <laughs> I'd rather go to a, an away to away game at Palace who are on form than go to play Bayern Munich who are on form away. Oh, <laughs> obviously, exactly. So it's not. It's all right. It's always the fixture I really fear in the Premier League. Yeah, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. Those like I'd rather play Arsenal than Barcelona. I would. I'd okay. I, I see. I see your point, but it's Palace away, you know. Mate, stop it. It's going to be hard. I think any way we look at it, it'd be they, hard. They, they lost seven games. They're, they're the best league, best team in the league. I'm sure they've lost one or two. They have lost. They lost to Southampton. They've lost one to Southampton away, where they were terrible. They've drawn one and they've won six. They're, they're definitely picking. They are. <laughs> making stuff up. I think. I, I think at the moment they're very much picking their battles, aren't they? And the yeah. hope for us is that, as, as Ted yeah. just says, they've got two home games in three or four days. Mm. This one is just a free hit. For them, I reckon, mm-hmm. and, I agree, yeah. and if by some blessed miracle we don't have to see Benteke or Zaha, you know, you'd, you'd, as Barney says, I think we go in there, chest, chest puffed out, and mm. we can do the business. There's no need for us to be worried no. about this game, even the if they're full play. strength. I mean, I, I looked at him for there's no Hazard and there's no Costa. <laughs> well, there was Hungman Son at left wing back. Well, <laughs> let, let's talk about this because this is this is the kind of. This is the problem, isn't it? Um, There was some school of thought, and I'm kind of in that that school of thought, to be fair, that Pochettino, at this stage, is beyond criticism. Just leave him be. Mm -hmm. You actually hate Pochettino. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You loathe him. You want him out of the club. I I saw you using hashtag Poch out (laughs) shortly after the game. You you weren't using it on Twitter, you were just screaming it at the Wembley crowd. (laughs) Dragged off topless. No. Um. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Swinging punches at everybody. Um, No, no, I mean, so so we. I, I, I looked at the start up line, the starting lineup, and I was trying to figure out what was going on. Like, are we playing three at the back, or are we going to have four at the back and Vertonghen playing on the left hand side, and, and, and Son being able to do what he has to do? But no, it wasn't. It was it was very much Son on, on uh, as a left wing back, as you said, Charlie. Never played there before in his life. Um, it's not even left footed. He's not left footed. <laughs> he's, he's a striker, basically. He's, he, he, Yes, yeah, he's a striker. He scored eight goals in what five or six games, so he's arguably the most informed player in the country mm. as an attacker. Yeah, but what, what, what would you have done? With I, would have, I, would have, I mean, like you, I looked at that lineup and I just assumed that uh, Jan Vertonghen, who has played in international tournaments and excelled at left back, mm. as well as playing, you know, exceptionally well mm-hmm. for us on more than one occasion at left back during his career with us, would slot in at left back. Our you know, devastating attacking foursome yeah. would stay intact, and we would we would play as we've been playing. And Eric Dyer and uh, Toby would would just play centre backs. That's did, what I presumed. It did seem the logical step. I mean, we were talking about Son is our probably our most influential player at the moment, keeping him in the team, but. If keep, I don't want to keep him in the team and play him as a defender. I don't think that's what he was thinking. I don't think he was. Let's keep him in the team and play him as a defender. There, we had, there was arguments that um, 
playing him there kept Moses quiet, and it did for the most part. But then, when <laughs> oh, you well, win, apart from the penalty, that's what I mean. That's what I was getting to. Which but, was the longest. Sorry, go on, go on. But when you get to a game against two teams who are supremely talented, it is those kind of one-second decisions yeah. that, that change games like this. Yeah. And Son would never have been in that situation no, in, in his entire career. <laughs> the longest really. challenge. Oh, yeah, it's slow motion. I was in a car crash. Moses was, had a good like fifteen seconds to decide if he was going to fall over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like son was on black ice. He went. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in a skid and he couldn't, he couldn't control it. It was. I was. I was, I was, I was so I was right up in, in, in the top tier, yeah. but literally right next to that that thing, and. and you just saw him as soon as Moses so Moses had control of the ball it wasn't even like they were challenging <laughs> and it was like 50-50 he had control of the ball and Son was like I'm having this I'm, I'm having this and he just started sliding and he was sliding and I was going no because you can see and if I can see yeah. someone who's been in, completely engulfed in playing football surely mm. but then He's never had to make that kind of challenge in his no. entire career. And if career. he has, he's certainly not done it in a penalty area. You know, he's do it. It's, other... it I don't know. Hindsight's obviously one of the thing and everything. I'm assuming that there must have been a problem with David. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he, was, he didn't like, warm up once. Yeah, he was injured. Despite, you know, us playing some of the best football I've seen Spurs play, I wouldn't describe Pochettino as a gung-ho manager. I don't think he's going to bring in a, a forward play left wing back. But I think there was a problem there with Davis, and he was like, right, I need to keep the system... But played Trippier there, it's kind of the same thing, going inside. You know, Son might be able to, to pin Moses back. I sort of see that logic, but again, it's the one-on-one situations. Again, you said two high-quality teams, split-second decisions. Mm. That's what's cost us. And like we, three of those goals we gave away were avoidable, not just the Son penalty. Yeah. I, I also see the logic as people were kind of countering me when I was ranting away. And on Wembley Way waiting to get on the tube for hours on Saturday <laughs> like, I, I see the logic in not breaking up um, Toby and Jan because they're the best centre-back partnership in the country what I, do you I do have, well as I said I, I also think we have an, an incredibly capable centre-back in Eric Dyer who could have very easily con- again considering I mean hindsight's a wonderful thing and I suppose yeah. Pochettino wouldn't have known that Costa was going to be dropped but Dyer's dealt with Costa perfectly well in the past as well so uh, was there not an element of the, the lineup you thought that. So, so there was one moment where we managed to overload them on the left hand side, where Son broke through mm. on that left hand side from wing back. I, I, wonder if, I wonder if Pochettino thought that if we managed to control the possession, which we did, and I get that that doesn't win you games, and, and Leicester won the league on, with 37, 37% average possession, but if we were able to control it and get Son on the ball on that left hand side, where he's completely comfortable with the ball, that we could overload them. Um, there would be too much creativity. And, and there was one instance where it worked in the second half. But I turned around to my dad and said, Look, that, that, that worked once, but we are, we're getting pillaged. Uh, Moses is having, having days, you know, fun for days. And uh, I, I wonder if he thought that this was an opportunity for him to try something different and it didn't work out. I think in hindsight, I would have preferred four at the back. But we've been so good with three at the back all season. But you can't play three at the back if you don't we, have a left wing. We back. spoke yeah. in the extra inch this week. You can't play three at the back if you don't have the right players. You can, it's not something mm. you can just impose. And we mentioned about Oxley Chamberlain being able to play in a wing back role, but they're very, he's a very different player to Son. We should have gone. What, for, we should what, have gone. So where, where is that from? Though? Is that because the last game, two games, they played three at the back and they've won both? Yeah, Arsenal. Yeah. Lucky. 
Yeah, in both. Very like he has been good though at Saint Chamberlain. Yeah, he has been good. He's, right, he's, 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 he looks like he's, he could turn into a very very decent. He's a good footballer. Right, do, do you want to buy him to replace Carl Walker? He's definitely leaving the club. <laughs> no, I don't want. We're going to come on to Carl Walker. He's not. He's not leaving. Better not be. <laughs> um, or, or what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so single malt suds sent the question we kind of just answered it so, so thanks for that mate uh, in spite of the <laughs> yeah he, I would just like just to say it. he wrote a really nice article today which we've got, just posted up on the website and he said by um, by us starting son we, do, we took away the fact took away our most impactful substitute yeah I thought that at the time so like we, they had Hazard and Costa who could come on and make an impact and when we've been in trouble in games it's been son that we've turned mm. to but by starting Sun in a, in the wrong position, we lost that kind of fear factor from the bench. And as you saw as the game went on, we had no one, no game change. No plan B, was Well, hold on, sorry. And Kudu, come on. Yeah, we had no game changes he, on the he, bench. He ran past someone when we were two goals down. He was right. He, he did his he, little he thing. did all right, it's fine. It's all going to be fine, lads. All going to be fine. Is it, it, we're all, it sounds like we're all quite still hurting from it. Was, it was tough, man. That was a... Tough ninety minutes of football. Did you did you find Ted? Did you find come half uh, become by, by full time coming around? Uh, for me, I was in a state of shock a little yeah. bit. Not because I've seen Spurs get battered by Chelsea. Mm. I've seen us lose to Portsmouth five one in a semi final. Yeah. It was five one. Right, we yeah. couldn't agree whether it was five nil or five one last five last week. Scored, right, yeah. so I well, we've been battered. Right, yeah, we got beat by Portsmouth. We got relegated yeah. that, see, yeah. that that year. I was more. I couldn't compute what was, what had gone on. I know a lot. I met people after the game, and they were saying, you know, they scored for that. The, the Conte's system perfectly suited what what was going on. They would give us possession, but usually you, it doesn't matter whether you have five, five shots on on target in any game doesn't result in four goals. Mm. Well, that was the thing. Every time it seems sort of every attack they had, they sort of scored from, and it was, it was so de- it was so deflating. But you know. Three subs they brought on some cost hazard and Fabregas. I mean, that's not a fine margin. Two good teams like that. That does change things. Yeah. So when Hazard got on the ball and running at people and Fabregas, I hate them both equally. But did you, is, that, is, that, is that how you reconciled it? Then did, did you not come away from? I didn't reconcile it. I felt I was devastated. I was devastated. I was so I, I was I was shocked because every attack they seemed every attack they had they seemed to score from. Yeah, you know I mean the first corner we had about ten corners in the first one. We had eleven to their one. Eleven to their one. And they, <laughs> they, I know we scored sort of from one, but they scored from their one. I was it was shocked because they, it come out it came out of nowhere. But um, but that, so, body like, maybe you can answer this. But, I walked back and go, I don't know how we just lost that 4 2. Well, do you know, this season at Wembley, we've had 13 shots on our goal and 10 of them have gone in. So out of the 13 shots we've had against us, 10 have gone in. Norris made three saves this season at, at Wembley. Um, would you expect him to save any of those? Oh, you wanted him to get the Matic shot. He should have saved. No, I didn't say <laughs> that. Saved he should have saved the free kick. The free kick. And yeah, he, 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 he took a step to his right. Norris doesn't really save penalties either. So I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it. I don't. I think he saved the penalty at Spurs. Maybe I'm wrong. But did he save from Monaco? Yes, he did. Yeah. Although did he miss it? Or did, and maybe he just anyway, missed it. Yeah. Anyway, but um, I didn't think. I thought Lloris should have done a hell of a lot better on the free kick. It wasn't like Coutinho's against Palace. It was on his side of the goal as well, and he tried to. Cheat. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was rough. I, I walked out of here thinking I, I don't. It felt like we were a better team. Yeah, um, we scored goals that were well worked. That we ha- we caused them problems rather than them relying on 
mistakes. Like I know out of error, I'd have to make that challenge on William. Mm. Mm. Gave him a dire mistake earlier, further up the yeah. pitch. Yeah, uh, it kind of felt like errors that. I think that freaked us out, you know. I think to see Alderweireld dive in like that, which he never ever does, it sort of set a weird kind of jittery but also tempo. What I'm getting at here is, is that this was a, a result, potentially a freak result, or maybe Conte completely played us right, and he did it in the World Cup as well. I mean, it felt we... like a sort of tournament managerial performance masterclass, didn't it? That yeah. sort of thing that he but, did. But what I'm Spain. saying is that it, it, can we feel that um, we're deflated because we're at the FA Cup? That's one thing, but if you look at it purely in football in terms, like we lost the game, but the performance wasn't great. I mean, sorry, it wasn't bad. We were, we were good. Dembele, I thought, was fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, Incredible man of the match. Uh, David Luiz was superb at the back for them. Yeah. You know, it, we were playing statistically the best player, the best team. At 2 all, I was like, we've won. Was it, like, we're, the whole atmosphere in the stadium, the Spurs fans were on top. Yeah. Everything was happening in, in the way that we'd hoped. And, uh, and, and then I can't even remember who scored. Who was the third goal? Was it? Oh, it's us. And he had, he had oh, so much base, and it went through like three players. Yeah. And, and another game that I might have hit a leg. Yeah. We were unlucky. We had we played well. Let's not get too kind of obsessed over this. Yeah. It's natural to feel upset. It is yeah. absolutely. And we got we did get beat by the team that we absolutely hate. And the next day that we, you know we had no control over, but our, our greatest rivals got through. All that is bad. But there's still six games to play for, and we are in touch of winning this league. Mm. When we beat Chelsea in January, we were good and we were faultless. We didn't make a mistake. On Saturday, we were good, but we made mistakes. Yeah, that's and it. That, in a that is what happened to us. We were still. And, and most clubs make mistakes. Most football teams football do. Teams can't we're, not, we're not used to it, particularly yeah. defensively. You can't have that was one of the reasons I was so shell shocked was yeah, to watch yeah, Spurs yeah. look so ragged at times. Mm. You know, to make stupid mistakes because. We're a well-oiled machine now mm-hmm. with the best defence in the country and we're not used to seeing us, you know, make silly fouls or concede stupid free kicks or whatever. There's a couple more even depressing questions which I just kind of want to leave, really. Do you want to answer any of this shit? Uh, Dembele. I don't think the semi-final... There's a question here about... Seven we've lost seven, seven defeats in the semi-final. I don't think that hangs over the players because I don't think the mm. players give two shits about that sort of I mean, thing. And even if it did... And what? they probably don't even know. Do yeah, like, exactly. Danny doesn't remember seven semi-finals at Tottenham. This wasn't the worst either. <laughs> the worst no, no. was the Everton one when uh, oh. Daniel Amakachi oh. tore us to shreds. I think it was that, was, that was Klingsman's. That was Klingsman's. Yeah, that was Klingsman's yeah. team. We weren't supposed to be in the FA Cup that season. Yeah. We were going to win it. But uh, I think... I don't want to spend the next five minutes no, talking about no. a, a non-existent curse. <laughs> All right. Uh, so obviously we've got Palace. Uh, we talked a little bit about them already. Um, are you nervous about that game? Do you know what? I, I think we're going to go into this game, game full of fire. Yeah, I agree. As long as Davis plays, and we don't play for it. As long as Davis maybe plays, maybe that was the trick <laughs> to get us all to appreciate Ben Davis. Because now I'm I like, like, I like ben, ben doing. Watch how Ben doing. <laughs> if I'm in that presser tomorrow, I'm like, I don't give a shit about Danny Rose. Tell me how Ben's doing. Is, is he, he all right? Is he going to be playing? <laughs> I have no, I no, I'm not asking you. <laughs> oh, right. <I'm> saying, <laughs> would you ever thought that we'd get to a situation where we'd be obsessed with Ben Davies' well, injury? If, our, if our other left back's injured, yeah. I mean, yeah. we only have a left back. It's got to be Vertonghen left back if the, you know, he's going to let Yeah, him. yeah. Surely. Yeah, I don't think. It's sure. his birthday today as well, Ben Davies. And Vertonghen. And Vertonghen. Happy 30th, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But do you know what? I only and ben, found this out. This sorry, week. Ben, if you're listening, Tottenham, I don't know how old he is. So Tottenham sorry. text journalists now. They text all their journalists the injury news, so you don't, so they don't have to ask Pochettino who who's injured, what's he to say. Too, yeah, he doesn't like it. So all the journalists it's a waste of his time. Yeah, all the journalists who go to the press conference will get a text off Tottenham telling you exactly who's injured and who's who won't be um, training and stuff like that. What, what, how long before the game? Um, I don't know I well, guess the, the, on the day and then they give them notes as well in the mm. press conference so they don't have to ask mm. it's just all written down like Danny Rose is out for X yeah. amount Lamella is out for in turn for yeah. <laughs> I mean I am just going back to Danny Rose I mean it is incredibly exciting to me that you know he who in my mind could had he stayed fit very easily being our player of the season for how yeah. well he was playing yeah. before he got that injury <laughs> up at Sunderland in January He'll be back soon. Like one of our very best players will be back, yeah, and we could potentially be full strength, such words, for the rest of the season. And we, I mean, what we've played, we've been able to play that full strength team five times. Like, five, I mean, that times. that sort of three at the back team, we played, we were able to play that against Chelsea, and then for an hour against West Brom before Jan got injured, and we've never been able to play yeah. them all together. So the chance to go into the running with our best eleven. I'm, I'm with Flav I think we've got loads to be really excited about fucking hell Rose was injured in January yeah, yeah January. end of January ages ago Christ, that's a long time ago the last time Ake played some football the last time who? Chelsea's Ake played some football <laughs> yeah. and Bashway I think Danny Rose what happens when they come back <laughs> if Danny Rose is playing on Saturday we wouldn't have lost that game I think we would have won oh, that goes without saying yeah it's fine. Everything, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's all right. I'm really excited about the Palace game. Like, I'm really excited to watch yeah. them play football again because mm. they. I really think they're going to go out there and steamroll them. I really do. And he, no. And worst case, we get a draw against Palace. Then we smash Arsenal. And then beating Arsenal, we guarantee we'll finish above them. Fuck all the Palace shit. I've just realised yeah. there's not another podcast before Arsenal. No. It's uh, why, why is it only one line in it? See, if you're listening, there's one line about the Arsenal game. <laughs> still, it's, 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 he, he just—it was his birthday on Sunday, so he's—he's he's, he's hit the. I don't know, big say how old yeah. he is. He's sixty. <laughs> <laughs> he's fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's good for it. Um, how is everyone feeling about the derby? I'm feeling My feelings haven't changed just from the loss. I mean, absolutely it's been, fucking I'm, amazing. I'm buzzing about for it. it. I'm buzzing for are you, it. Are you Ted? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's Arsenal, good. We're much better team than them. <laughs> we're, we're gonna turn up. No. I'm not scared. You're I think, not allowed to I'm not I think it's going to be. No. A, I think it's going to be a draw. Oh, nah. no, I just think that's the way those games go. No, no, no. I think I think you're right. It's a terrible result. They've got to come out and play. They've got to come out and play. The best. The, the, we've, we've always found it difficult to break teams down and to break a team down as good as Chelsea. What are you laughing at? No, because I'm. I, no, I was waiting for you to finish. But if they give us the space, they gave Man City. Yeah. We're gonna absolutely fucking blitz them because they were. Do you know how lucky they were to win that fucking so game yesterday? Fucking jammy. I fucking hate them. The way Ericsson <laughs> is playing at the moment, if they give Ericsson uh, yeah. half a quarter of a pitch to play in, he's going to ping passes like he, we didn't give him credit for that alley goal. We haven't oh, talked to one, one assist. He crossed it for Kane as well, didn't he? He has two assists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kane did all the work. 20 assists in all competitions. No, he ain't. 20 yeah. assists. But, but if they give Ericsson that much time and space, he's going to fucking destroy them. Kane, you know, I'm, I'm not too concerned about Arsenal. I'm not concerned about them all if they're uh, insignificant. They always be that nervous energy of a North London oh, yeah, derby, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not worried about them particularly. Mm. Like it's, 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 it's our it's our game. Charlie is. I think it's annoying that we we didn't play them like. <laughs> 
two, three weeks ago because they are going to be more confident. I they've got, Le- they've no, got Leicester no, no. at home on Wednesday night, Good which team, they'll man. win. Good team. Leicester on the beach. If they done. beat, if they beat Leicester, I prefer an Arsenal which is full of confidence and they think they're somebody and than an Arsenal win. that turns up and they're, you know, they're a bit fucked up. They've lost a few games and this is really important. Let them win a few. Let them build up that confidence again and then they'll come open instead we, of like. We need up. four points from the next two games. Yeah. Six no, points. no, no. We need four points to, to, to be above them. Oh, right, sorry. Is that, is that all we need? No, we need four points for the next two games. No, we need, we need six points. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to win every game to win the league. Yeah. But we need four points. I think that's all we need. Okay. They're, four, they're 14 beyond. I mean, for me, as pathetic as it is, that's still like number one priority to get that sorted. Because I need. That, that is not pathetic. I need that monkey off my back in order to like move on with my life. <laughs> 26, 26 years, Charlie. It's not, it's not pathetic for anyone to want that. Yeah. And they, they, look, you look at the top four; it's wide open. Uh, top, oh, yes. you know, that, that, that challenging, but Liverpool. They're still yeah. Arsenal so far away from it. All. Liverpool. Well, they're not now because if they win their three games in hand well, on Liverpool, one of which is Spurs. That's um, the other. Sky it was quite nice yesterday. Sky did their race for the top four thing, and we weren't in it. It was Liverpool, Arsenal, City, yeah. United, Everton. It was just race for the top four. Those five. So. Seems we we I think we're down off the top four and mm-hmm. we're going to finish above Arsenal. Got no doubt about it. Was your so did you? I mean, I sent a tweet. I sent a tweet that said, uh, "Mind the gap, you fucking slags." Two I, weeks ago, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Did you? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Bang! Fucking there you go. I never said. I. I, I after I, the Palace game, you right? backed me up. I said it first. I said, "Let's tweet this," and then you just went and tweeted it because. What are you taking credit for the tweet now? No, I didn't tweet it, but it I said like it. it. I said, "Let's tweet." Sound it. like you planted. You're saying you planted the idea in my head. I'm, all I do in my life is plant seeds in you, and you see yeah. they're your ideas. But <laughs> you're I mad. It. I, I. Puppet master. My my dad was telling me how how broken they are, and I was pissed, and I was like. My dad talks sense, more or less, when it's about immigrants. I can tweet this. And you did that, hold on. Don't do that, <laughs> I know better than you. What you said was quite light <laughs> comparing what everyone else was saying about them. I mean, they were getting slaughtered left, right and centre after that Palace game. Yeah. I thought you were quite... Uh, Cheers, Ted. I thought you were quite restrained. Where are you at, Charlie? Well, with the Arsenal thing. Yeah, we're going to finish above and you're confident. Uh, I don't think I think I've still got Would you um, have gone early like that two weeks ago? No way I've, I've still got like post, in the morning, post St James's Park like I know, I know. Disorder. Yeah. Like, I know This is the exact point last season where we didn't win another game I know. Well this is it This is it's why fine. this team has got fine, an awful lot to It's not fine until we've done it <laughs> It's fine Because fine. I just think one and I'm not going to like be a doomsayer but like it is on paper a like really, really, really annoying, fiddly, tricky run-in against teams who largely dislike us like loads and would like nothing more than to beat us. Better than them. We are better than them, don't get me wrong, but what I'm worried about, and I don't think it's going to happen, I'll put that asterisk next to it. Yeah. I just think if we were to look like, if Palace were to do what they did to Arsenal against us and then Arsenal, you know, turned up and nicked to win... Then I'd start really stressing out, but I don't think that's going to happen. I just think this team, in order to like shake off what happened last season, because it was horrible and traumatic and embarrassing and humiliating for all fans. Came third. Came third, but we should have yeah, should have finished above them. Should have finished above them. It, well, I mean, it was a little bit embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Six one against the relegated team. Five it was five. five. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what were you just making things worse. <laughs> That's six. <laughs> that's that's right. That's that's me. That's my like. Moment. I guess first person was that Terror element God. of kind of 
No, but I've done everything, but we really need to be positive now. There can be yeah, yeah, like, we, we really need to be positive. Like, <laughs> we're gonna beat, we're gonna beat Paris, and we're gonna beat Arsenal. Are you trying to convince me? <laughs> just, just, no, just myself. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm confident. Yeah, I, I am too. I am too. We are gonna fucking hand those, those people their asses. No fear. I'm not. I'm not worried at all about them. No, running. they're gonna be terrified. The fans are gonna be terrified coming in. The players are gonna be terrified on the pitch. And we don't lose at home. Me saying that. Me saying that. Me saying that has no has no impact. But Barney, why, why why do you you're so you're so like definite about <laughs> everything, knowing full well that sure. you have no right to be. Why we not? do not lose our home. We don't lose our when was the last time with Southampton? Ages. Ages ago. A year. We've destroyed better yeah, teams. Uh, yeah. Nearly. About this time last season. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's oh happening again. <laughs> I wasn't confident about us last season winning the league, but you know, I think we'd be okay. I'm not worried about Arsenal. Man United at home would be a more of a challenge. West Ham away would be a bit tricky, but it's Leicester it's, away, they'll want to beat us. You know, I think Leicester will be on holiday by then. Leicester fans were uh, talking about uh, giving Chelsea what Chelsea gave to them. That's, I reckon that might be what happens. But that's like, what they're talking just about. Just in terms of the point difference. And, and you know what I thought? Really? Less we're second what, to last game of the season, what, though. What so. have you got, like, to, to, to work with uh, Chelsea? Well, they're about. both two teams who but what actually, won leagues and then decided to no, stop no, actually, their fans and their manager. They're, well, no, they're very similar. When you look into it, Leicester have a lot of racist fans, and so do Chelsea. <laughs> Le- Leicester's players or something. Yeah, racist yeah, players. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Ra- racist gangbangs. Racist <laughs> gangbangs is what Leicester were involved in. The, the start of their, their rights <laughs> Vardy, to the Premier League. That's the, first, that's the first scene in the movie, isn't it? Is the racist gangbang in Thailand? Yeah, thrilled. <laughs> and I'm not saying Chelsea have been involved in a racist gangbang, but they've definitely been involved in racism. Yeah. yeah. So that's the that's the affinity. So what we do, football fans and, and the football community, is unite against this evil that Doesn't is the, the Leicester and Chelsea axis of evil. Yeah, axis. Axis. Exactly. Uh, racist gangbanging axis that is Chelsea and Leicester I know it's really hard uh, Ted when you come in and you work on these tenders and we say this sort of stuff and it's hard oh no I'm I'm, I'm enjoying it (laughs) (laughs) it's hard for you to retweet though isn't it (laughs) I mind the gap I'll do it when uh, maybe I'll do it before the game on Sunday yeah maybe maybe alright let's win the first half anything else to say about uh, Chelsea before we uh, sorry uh, Arsenal before we round off and listen I would to say it's going to be the part I mean unfortunately I'm not going me and my brother had to split between the last two games of the season I'm going Man United and Arsenal yeah. going, whoever's going to Arsenal that is arguably going to be the best atmosphere at White Hart Lane that's exactly what I was going to say ever so just enjoy it fucking and I, it. I did ask Ted would he give his brother sickness like not like a like a major disease but would he wish illness on his brother to take his ticket well we, we've got we're having a big boxing night on Saturday so I might slip did you something. were you able to just get just give a little joke in the neck <laughs> was it your call on choosing United over Arsenal it was kind of not I sort of wanted to go to the last game. Um, either way, either way, you lose. Do you know what I mean? Either, well, you you know, both ways, you win. Yeah, exactly. It's kind yeah. of it's one of those. Um, but yeah. what would everyone else do? What would you pick if you had a choice? Arsenal. Arsenal. Even if Adele sings at United, imagine that. Eh? That's what the rumor is. What would she sing? Hometown Glory. Oh, of course. Yeah. That would be lovely, but yeah. I can't see it. 
I mean, I like Adele. <laughs> I just I, came over like I'm the biggest Adele fan now. <laughs> Is that a different kind of baby? I fully respect. I, I fully respect her as First a singer. First lady of Tottenham. She has a, a magnificent singing voice, and I like Hometown Glory. That is a good tune. Hmm. But it's the fucking. It, this, it, this is about Tottenham, not about a pop. The, the world famous pop singer singing a song to see the stadium out. We can all fucking sing songs. <laughs> 36,000 people can sing a song about Tottenham. So we don't need someone who's really good at singing. <laughs> you could get Dale to sing one Spurs chant at the oh, last... Right. I know, but just in theory, in theory, in theory. Come on, let's have some fun. Oh, when the Spurs? Yeah. I can't smile about you getting to sing that. I can't smile about you. Maybe, but... It, this is what I'm worried just about. Danny, it, it becomes, Danny, Danny, Rose, yeah, yeah. Danny, Danny Rose. Just over and over again, three and a half I'm a little bit worried that the whole thing's going to become a little bit pantomime like we did with West yeah. Ham, where everybody... Oh, it's a bit different. If it was Adele, that's a, like the biggest pop star in the world, or some taxis coming onto the pitch and some people <laughs> dancing around like West Ham. Had. It's, not, it's not football, in my opinion. Yeah, we don't need Adele. It's a lovely to idea. I also don't think that's... I think that's just a rumour anyway. It would be Chaz and Dave. It sounds like <laughs> Chaz and Dave would, would be fine. I'd prefer yeah. them over Adele. And I, li- I like Adele. I like her. She's a nice lady. Maybe she could do back and vocals. Maybe she sh- shouldn't be there at all. <laughs> wow. Flat what, turns on Adele. I don't turn on Adele. You can't even come and watch it. <laughs> How many home games have you been to? <laughs> it been loyal Top to podcast host turns on. Most people can't get to Wembley, but Adele can get on the fucking pitch and hasn't got a single loyalty point. <laughs> is that what I'm hearing here? Charlie, you've just confirmed that Adele was singing. I haven't confirmed anything. That's not what I've confirmed. I don't know. It sounds like it. It's all been recorded, so you either have or you haven't. <laughs> so yeah, that's how it works. No editing. I've not been on this for a bit. I forgot. Have we got Wendy? Because he said he was ill. He wasn't sure. He's, um, he's come out of it. He's all right. He's going to do his youth update. He's doing it. Hi, this is Windy, and there's no youth update this week because what happened with Hugo Ekiog in the week just transcends everything to do with youth football. Uh, I said a few words about him on the youth pod, which will be out this week, so I won't repeat myself, but rest in peace, Hugo. Quick shout-out to a friend of mine who's getting married next week, Tim Kresner. Best of luck for the big day. Though, Tim, you should have scheduled it better, really. The ceremony clashes with the North London derby. Shocking. And a little shout-out to Sam Grieg, who I met at Wembley on Saturday. Big fan of the pod and was incredibly friendly. It was nice to meet you, Sam. That's it for this week. I hope you enjoy the youth podcast with Ben and Carl, which will be out later this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On Your Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you very much, Windy, for doing your youth update on your, on your deathbed. Well done. Unless you didn't do <laughs> it. Windy. You looked fine on Saturday. That's, yeah. Well, totally he, fine. He, he, he sent a message um, yesterday morning. Feel a bit peaky, lads. It's how he does it. He's, he's, puts a he's got the immune there. system of... Tickle s- biscuits. He's made, he's made of biscuits. <laughs> in his, in his defence, he said, I haven't been ill for 18 months. But the last six months, I, ha- I have been... Like borderline <laughs> six month year old immune system um, uh, we're going to come on to Ted because I had a relatively interesting conversation about <laughs> the His future uh, the, <laughs> not your future as an actor um, but Bardi completed 26.2 miles for the Waves charity yes in, in the marathon uh, well done, the London mate. marathon 
I'm more impressed with your ability to abstain from alcohol on the, during the semi-final than your ability to run that part. Yeah, I, got, I, I ordered a bottle of water and they gave me like a pint, a pint glass of water, <laughs> and I stood there on the concourse. Triggered. Everybody, everybody was just going at it. The songs were amazing. It was a nice day, and everybody was in a good mood. And I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, it was the first time since I've, I've stopped getting. I mean, I've only. Not got pissed for like two months, yeah. but it was the first time where I was just like, "Oh fuck, I really miss it." <laughs> and my, I know my mate, my mate was my mate Yago was just like, "Have a beer." I'm like, was he? "Yeah." He bought two pints and he was just like, "Have one." I'm like, "Fuck off, man!" That is not good friendship. Yaga. No, and he, and he just did he down both of them. I was yeah. like, oh, "Good for you," but I couldn't <laughs> believe he offered me a pint. Exactly. How um, how sweet did that first beer taste yesterday afternoon? Though, um, well, I had actually I had percent. I'm not a clean oh, really? shirt, but they brought my sister. <laughs> I like a Prosecco. So yeah, right. they, my, sister and, my sister and my sister and a girlfriend. They they arrived at the at the meeting group at the meeting point with a bottle of Prosecco. I didn't know you. A bit, a bit of a shame it wasn't champagne. You just run 26 miles. Um, my friend had champagne. Good. My sister just might be a bit tight. Yeah. Wanted to splash a, splash the cash. Yeah. But it was a, it was an amazing experience from the from the moment of getting there. What was your time? What was your time? Um, three hours 48. We, we, were, we were tracking your performance. Big boy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that it? Is that sub oh, yeah, four? do sub four, yeah. yeah you're I, in I, the I'm, man's league. I'm really yeah. disappointed with my time, but... Uh, what? No, you said that you wanted to get sub 3.50. Yeah, I wanted to do between three and a half and 3.45, but um, I, I underestimated my speed, so I put myself in a lower pen. So when you sign up to the marathon, you tell them how fast you're going to run it. And I told them four hours. And then when they put me in my pen at Redgate, pen six, I looked around at all these other four-hour runners, and they were in, they weren't in ter- they were in terrible conditions. <laughs> Old men, <laughs> people Old dressed ladies. as cows. <laughs> what difference does that make? Because you got to get past the fuckers. Right, they're in the way. Yeah. So within the first 25k, I, I saw this on my stats. I ran past 13,000 people. <laughs> So I, I expended <laughs> so much energy zigzagging out. I ran the marathon plus 1.1 kilometre. So Just getting in. Yeah, so I lost. So in theory, shouldn't you be really happy with your score, not disappointed because you've just won an, ran an extra kilometre? Well, yeah. because if you look, my average yeah. pace is about five, five something a kilometre. So you, you could knock that kilometre off my off my pace. Is so that what you've done for yourself? No, no, I haven't done no. that at all. Are you going to run it again next year? Yeah, I'd run it again. When, do you, when can you apply? Um, I think I think they open in the next couple of weeks or so. Okay. We're in with the Wave Charity now. If we want to run, I'd like to do a Fighting Cock Squad. Oh, that'd be up for <laughs> What are you on about? A Fighting Cock Squad. What? <laughs> do you want us to run with you? Oh, are you out of your oh, fucking yeah, mind? Like, like Ted, uh, Charlie, apart the squad. There you go. All right. Yeah, raise a shitload of money no, I'm not in I'm, not, I'm absolutely out at this stage <laughs> I'm declaring myself out of next year's marathon I've, I've wanted to do it I'm, I'm alright if you want in you can run for the wave charity next yeah, year I'd how many places have you um, I, I mentioned this to them and they've got they've got a few spaces they need to fill and I think they'll be up for it. They they really like us. I had a really long chat with. But you, the you, guy. We raise, you raise a significant amount of money over two grand. It will be two grand towards the end, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well but, done, mate. Well yeah. Done. The, the funny thing was that there were, there were people in 
in trouble after five kilometres, and I, 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 have, I have no idea. In what, in what respect? What walking? Walking on five, five kilometres. I um I hit. The, I've never hit the. I've never hit a wall before. I don't know about it. <laughs> I know I hit it. I hit it. Twenty-two really, miles. Really. Twenty-two, twenty-three miles. I fucking hit a blender. And what did you do? How did you get past? What, what, left, what did it feel like? Well, my left hamstring. My left hamstring was twinging a little bit, and then someone in front of me pulled up with a hammy, and I had to like put on the brakes. And Ooh. that changing of my um, yeah. motion yeah, yeah. made me stop, and my left hamstring just went, and it just went really stiff, and I had to pull over to the side of the road and just stretch it out. And there was like a bunch, there was a group of women there, and obviously I had We're like, laughing at you. No, 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 no one laughs at these things, man. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> look at that guy, he's fucked. <laughs> And I had obviously had Bardi on my shirt, and they were like, Bardi, Bardi. And I was stretching it, and they were like, Come on. And then I, I was thinking about going, they were like, No, 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 stretch it a little bit more. And I was stretching <laughs> it. They, and they cost you your time, in fact. No, 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 they were right, they were right, because I was stretching it, stretching it. And then after that, I powered back and. I got passed by 300 people in that bit, but then I caught back. There's no way you can find out how many people. Because you're all chipped, aren't you? So you yeah, yeah. Chipped past. Past. Right. Amazing scenes. Well done, buddy. Absolutely massive congratulations. You put a huge amount of effort in. We haven't heard from Darren Jackson that we promoted. Oh, I heard. I heard he, he got through it. He finished. And he finished um, just over four hours. And oh, that's he's, all right. He's really happy with his time. Good. Well, well. Congratulations, Darren. Uh, we're proud of you, and we're proud of you, yeah. buddy. You've done an amazing thing. Um, and despite that, and how proud I am, I'm not going to do it. Firecox because I do not need other people's to be proud of me. Because I'm proud of myself. All get Firecox t-shirts, <laughs> which leads us on to like t-shirts that we're selling. Right. So, <laughs> so Barney came, walked, in, walked in early and went, "You've got to promote the, the, the Harry Kane, Big Daddy Kane t-shirt." And I was like, oh, "I don't know. It's, bit, it's not the right time to promote it because." Yeah, we just lost. I haven't seen it. Are these, are these oh, on sale great. now? You should buy one. I, yeah. I am a keen buyer of any fighting cop merchandise. Well, we've got, we've, got, uh, we've got nine days left of sales. All of the t-shirts that have been on sale are available from the fighting cop, the Cody K forward slash shop, or forward slash t-shirts. And, um, yeah, so we've got nine days with our current suppliers before their website shuts down and they're re- relaunching and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a couple of months before we can sell anything. Um, but they're a good bunch and they do a good job so we're going to stick with them but yeah if you want one of the t-shirts that have been out there specifically the the Big Daddy Kane one which we're proud of um, yeah get it from the the URL I just gave fightercock.co.uk forward slash t-shirts and uh, yeah you've got six days to get them if you don't do it now um, by the time we record next uh, it'll be done okay alright all right. okay so it's the news Tottenham Tottenham News. Tottenham News. So these are things that have been going on in the media. Currently, we read through them and discuss it as uh, as we go. So the first one, David, uh, so Carl Walker holds talks with Mauricio Pochettino over Tottenham future as Man City and Man United circle. So where are you at? So there's a lot of rumours going around. Carl Walker didn't start last week, uh, last weekend. Uh, Kieran Trippier did. It, it, there seems to be kind of melting pot of feeling around Carl Walker. There's rumours about his his family wanting to move back up north. Where, where, where are you at? How, how bad would that be? Um, I think it would be it would be a real blow. I think the same as Rose, who I'm, out of the out of the players right now, I imagine they're the two most vulnerable. 
because they they're are, northern. Because they, they, yeah, I know Rose in particular goes up north whenever he yeah. can. Um, I think Walker's the same. He loves Sheffield, loves being up with, up with his family. Um, however, they are both like two of the truest sort of <coughs> Pochettino proponents of Pochettino. Yeah, player, kind yeah. of acolytes. Like they adore yeah. him. Um, but I imagine, what are they? Both twenty six. They're probably looking at this summer. Maybe if Man City or someone come in and say, look, we'll pay you 180 grand a week. What do you want at Spurs? 70 grand a week. You know? Barcelona need a right back and they've been tracking Walker apparently, according to reports. Sheffield's nearer. It's time for Sheffield United. I think the thing is, this, I, my brother did say he was like he was always worried about those two because of the because of the. I mean, Daniel Rose. The thing is, like I'm a I'm a honorary Cockney now, <laughs> only London. The thing about this thing is, they signed contracts last year and they were pretty happy to do that. Then we're well protected. I don't think we should be selling to our rivals, let alone teams who are below us in the league. And I know the money on the table. I, I do get that, but we should be doing business with. Any English any club. any English club yeah. like they wouldn't do business. Do you think they City don't. or United would you know give us Sane or Rashford? Like no. So I, why I should think, we? I think both of them are aware of that. They understand they're a, a great football club, second in the league, um, and we should say that there are no real, really believable sources in this. The, no. One of the main stories came from the Evening Standard, and it started with, and you'll know this, uh, Charlie, as, as, as a man who's worked in um, mainstream. Uh, newspapers and whatnot before you was at the Telegraph yeah um, when, when the Evening Standard says the Evening Standard understands what does that actually mean it can mean a ton of things often things will come from player camps and can I, sorry can I ask you another question does it yeah. mean often mean it gives a, a newspaper an excuse to write a story that they don't know is true but they know will get Attention. Well, often, often the player will want a story written, or a player's agent rather will want a story written. So they'll get in touch with a journalist and say, "Look, you know, Carl Walker wasn't very happy about not starting on uh, on Saturday, and you know, we've had Man City in touch. So say no more. You know, you guys can join the dots, and that's all that a newspaper will need to then." take a story and run with it mm. or it might come from the club who are you know aren't pleased with the player or it might come from the club that are interested and they might say you know this guy's on our list for the summer so it's not going to hurt then to have a story in the press it might turn the player's head it might you know get them thinking about maybe they do want to move so there are loads and loads of sort of sources there are loads of little whispers and little sliding into various dms that, that happen now um so there is usually something, in my experience anyway, from what you know, conversations I've had with lots of sports journalists in the past, there's usually something Are in most not, of these stories. Isn't it in their best interest to believe that, though? Who, the journalists? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they'll take a tiny little thing and they'll run with it. Because you know, they're Carl, allowed to. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, you know, they're not going to get what, sued or they, there's nothing... You know. And their bosses are not going to say, shit, you fucking wrote a story that was read by 15,000 people particularly now with social media you want the stories to be as sort of fantastical and yeah. you know to stir things up because you want retweets in your conversation also as long as you you know the newspapers can get away with it all the time just say what sources say they don't have to get yeah. there so that they're yeah. undone I mean about this thing that worried me was the Eric Dyer thing in the, in the Telegraph which is the second time that story yeah. around saying that He's possibly open to it. He wants to play in midfield, and again, don't 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 sell to rivals. I think. I mean, uh, just a couple of weeks ago on the fighting court, we were talking about how together everyone was, Mm. and one game 
and it kind of feels like oh, it's starting to fall apart. Well, also, we, you know, we've usurped the top four. You know, no one expected us to be in the top four this season. We, you know, when you looked at the predictions, it was, oh, well, Spurs will now bubble down to sixth or seventh like normal. Mm. You know, Man U are back, yeah. Chelsea are back, mm, yeah. Arsenal will get better, City, City have got, got Pep. Yeah, no. You know, we're not supposed to be here. So in many ways, it suits, the, without sounding too conspiracy theory about things, like it suits everyone to sort of break this Spurs team up, to get everything back yeah. to normal. The only way you can break the Spurs team up is if you get rid of Pochettino. Cut the head off. <laughs> cut the head off. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, you cut, you, you know. Well, they've all said it. You know, Lloris had that interview a few weeks ago. He says, you know, my future is tied to Pochettino's. And I believe that is probably the case for a lot of them. Yeah. I think that um, regardless of what happened, I, I think everyone, it's easy to forget that Walker, Rose, these were players of very raw material when, when Pochettino got hold of them and he turned them into the players that they are they have to be comp- internally grateful to him to, to be, be put into a situation where they're considered in Walker's instance, instance to, to be a, a, valid, a valid target for Barcelona because it strikes me in his very best games to be similar to Alves was uh, for, for, for Barcelona at that time but you know it's ultimately Pochettino Pochettino sat Rose down in his first um, meeting with him says if you believe in me if you trust me I'll make you an England international and I remember reading it at the time I was like you are having a fucking bubble <laughs> and you I mean this shit don't happen to Tottenham players you don't turn Danny Rose at the time who was a bit of a joke I mean not, not you know that wasn't mm. right but, but Spurs fan serum was a bit of a joke and his performances were average what all these players have currently is the best situation for them to to, to kick on and, and actually achieve glory the problem we've got is that it isn't always glory that drives well also we need to actually win like, we need to win and we need to actually get that glory because we need to win and to pay the promise, promise and being the most exciting young team in the country etc etc having all these plaudits is great but what's the next step? we're three years in the next yeah. step may be winning the league this year it might be running away with it next year yeah. I mean and the, I think the problem if there is a problem, is the fact that, you know, this might be really our best chance at a title when you consider where we... We said that last season. Where mm-hmm. we play, but, but where we play next season is more than likely going to be Wembley. And the season after that, you know, football history is littered with difficult first seasons in new stadiums. So we are potentially losing one of our biggest assets from next season onwards, which is this fortress that we now have... Mm. I mean, it is very annoying that the season we sort of become un- unbeatable at home is the, the last, last one. one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not as stressed about the Wembley thing as a lot of people seem to be. I think we've actually started playing quite well there, yeah. despite the results. Agreed. OK, David Pleat praises Jan Vertonghen for choosing uh, Tottenham Hotspur over Arsenal. This is quite nice. It's nice to um, have... One of those stories, which is the other way around, we all listened to all like the last twenty years. Manuel Petit, yeah, players that have chosen Arsenal or Chelsea over Spurs. So it's nice to have one of our key players captain. And hasn't he been amazing this season? I mean, he's my yeah, my, right. my favourite player. So I'm mm. always biased when it comes to the end, but mm. I'll, I'll be voting for him for Player of the Season. Another one, another one who they've all, apart from Alderweireld, who came in was amazing and has been amazing. Yeah. Another player who's, who's benefited massively from Pochettino. He was really good in his first season, though. Remember that? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. He was. But he had a, a, a pretty yeah, awful season. Well, everybody had an awful yeah. season that that year. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. But uh, again, he has he has benefited from this this newfound confidence and mm-hmm. togetherness and, and, and belief in each other. Um, uh, so yeah, it's good. How many is 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 Vertonghen's probably had a better career or, or a, an insurgency under Tottenham and Pochettino than he would have done under the kind of stagnation that Wenger's had over the last three years. Yeah, he um, he definitely seems to have. I think the moment that he clearly realised that like Tottenham is probably as good as it's getting get for him. me. Like yeah. he's not getting that move to Barca or yeah. wherever. Seems to have <laughs> coincided with him being like, right, I'm really gonna. You know, it looks to me like he wants to become a, a Spurs legend. You know, someone that's he's been here. You know, it's a long time he's been here. Five now. years. It's, yeah, it's fourth, fifth season. I think if you compare his career trajectory with someone like Thomas Vermaelen, who was possibly a better mm. centre back, yeah. and you can see one went to Wenger, and where I don't even fuck. But to be fair, his injuries are bad. He's it's a Roma on loan. Roma is it? His yeah. injuries have been so bad. He hasn't played for Roma this season, has he? Like, Much not really. He didn't play for Barca for one. Fazio is keeping him out of the team, I think. Ted Spurs Deli Ali beats Kane Lukaku Sane to PFA Young Player of the Year. I think that's fair, isn't it? Better than Kane this year? It is weird that, I mean, I think the PFA, sorry to bite in really quick, no, but it is really weird right. that, like, Kane and Lukaku were nominated for Player of the Year and Ali wasn't, mm-hmm. but Ali wins the Junior Award, despite the fact that these two guys are apparently good enough to be nominated for the actual award. It, the, the, whole, the whole thing's, like, really flawed, to be honest. Like, you could argue that Young Player of the Year should be sort of the breakthrough season, couldn't you? Which uh, is 24. Deli yeah. could win this for five consecutive yeah. years. <laughs> and, you know, Sana Young Player of the Year, I mean, he is a £40 million pound footballer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think the whole thing's... Like Michael Keane was nominated. He's, he's nearly 25. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Is he really? Yeah. Would you take him... At, uh, Spurs next season because he, he I know big, big Harry Maguire at Hull he's, he's my boy yeah if we're going for like probably overrated English <laughs> centre-backs <laughs> Harry Maguire is the one Harry Maguire is my pick I can't have someone fuck Ben Turner fuck Can I? Michael <laughs> Keane I'm big Harry Maguire all the way Ben Gibson uh, Harry. Ben Gibson yeah. did I say Ben Turner did I make a, a, a massive confession here I've never even heard of Harry Maguire <laughs> I didn't even know he was a professional oh, mate he's part of the resurgence at Hull he's great I'm sure he is. He's I'm not even, I know scoring goals. He's about seven foot tall. Um, but yeah, it's um, it is a weird one. I think what happens is you get one group or, or one way of allocating who should be up for the priority year, and then you get people voting, which is separate. Yeah, yeah. And also they vote at such a ridiculous time. Like they vote in like February or something. It's yeah. just done by post, so they have to get the votes out. It's done by post, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Can't you just email the pricks. Well, the crazy thing was I heard to tweet them. James Milner won Young Player of the Year four years after he made his debut in the... <laughs> I know he made his debut at 16, but still, he'd been playing for four years when he finally won it. I mean, what a, what a season Alex had as well. I mean, it, was, yeah. it went under the radar, obviously, because of the result, but that was his 20th goal He's fantastic. of the season. I don't know there's the argument now that he basically plays as a striker, but... He doesn't, he doesn't, play, he doesn't play as a striker. That's he's, not true. He's an attacking midfielder. He's and he's just turned 21 years old. And he's, he is. Absolutely amazing. He is amazing. He's, our, he's going to become Zidane. He's so great. There's I nothing really he can't do. He's incredible. And he costs five mil. And he costs five mil. It's apparently better than a. He is, no, he is. I mean, clearly. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just no, no, yeah, put yeah. to bed now. I mean, based on this season alone, if you ask any Arsenal fan if they wanted Ali over Azil. Well, no, they're stupid fuckers, though. They would still say Ozil. Yeah, they would still say it. But might also maybe a moment for uh, obviously Friday's news about Ekio. Yes. We should. Yeah. Fair respect. Didn't prepare, there. prepare, prepare me for that. But yeah, it, it was uh, terribly sad. 
And I think that's an element that we probably underestimated how... I mean, I thought Pochettino looked, you know, understandably... Like more knackered and drawn. And well, so I heard. So I don't know. This is like people talk a lot, a lot of stuff. But Pochettino was one of the first people around when uh, when he collapsed and, uh, the day before he passed away. I, I was shocked. I was like massively yeah. like it was a. I mean, we're all pissed off about the football, and the fact that we actually haven't brought it up between until you mentioned it is is shameful because you kind of get caught up in your own what you want. Yeah, in life, and, and then you think about his wife Gemma and the kids they've got. Got a young kid, yeah, he's uh, it's fucked. At primary school, it's absolutely age. fucked. It's it's horrible. Um, and he sounded like such a you know every single you know you, you obviously get a lot of platitudes going around when someone passes away, but I I felt like the thing about the Hugo ones were that they were all very there was like detail to them, like mm. people could actually call out anecdotes and mm. you know genuine tangible things that made him a really great person and he you know some of the I thought that that Josh Onomar tweet that he he retweeted or quote tweeted mm. Ugo saying how proud he was he about his first, his first goal, goal and mm. Josh said you know I'm going to make you proud big man I think like, obviously he never played for Spurs or anything I remember reading an interview with him when he was starting off his coaching and he, he was sort of going from club to club just sort of picking mm. things up and he shouted out it was like the way Tottenham are doing things is really exciting and then not long after he got appointed so I was always sort of kept half an eye on what they were doing and I'm sure Windy will tell you with the youth teams it's not really about Either it's not about finishing top of it and winning. It's about how many players you're going to produce to the to the first team. And you know the great thing about what Pochettino has done is that connection with the academy again. And yeah. you know he was hopefully going to oversee you know Winks, Onoma, Cole, Peters, Carter, Vickers. Hopefully these guys will be you know, at the club for a long time. So and even um, was, uh, you know yeah. I think when you talk to guys that are that sort of are really involved with the younger teams, like a lot of the time as well, it's not just guys that make it at Tottenham. It's just creating professional footballers yeah, that can of course, go off yeah. and you know that's one thing we're doing a brilliant job now is that you look up and down the football league and there's guys that we've we've produced that are playing mm. all over which I you know, really don't think was the case you know until quite recently yeah so yeah rest in peace Hugo absolutely massively uh, Tottenham Hotspur are reportedly keen to sign Newcastle United flop Florian where did where where's that come from? And where, where, who put that in there? I put it there. I want, so it's just, I want sources. I don't, I, know have, what it, I, don't, I don't know what it means. Well, what, just, what do you want us to say? I just thought it's interesting that we it? um, we've been linked. How old is he? Uh, Twenty six. That we're going to be linked. I guess that was a wild guess. But we're going to we're linked with another. Is he a fullback? No, he's an no, attacking he's a midfielder. Great. He's a winger. Another so French. After so we, yeah we have, we haven't learned the lesson from Sissoko. So we're like fuck it, let's try again. They're not all the same. No, no French French forwards that we know, <laughs> like the Okay, it is going to be really interesting to see what sort of player we go after this. Time. Okay, so um, it was Ben. Uh, ben, who's been on the podcast before, I think he's got inside N17. Yeah, um, he he came up with a couple of. Inter- I generally don't respond to any any conversation about Tottenham. Don't ever. like um, transfer spec either, do you? Really? Not, not, not really, only because it's just yeah, silly. No, no it's, it's not silly. If someone will get something from it, then mm. then they're fine. But. It, 98% and I've just pulled that out of the air 98% <laughs> of transfer news doesn't come off so yeah. it's just like what like all that stuff about Douglas Costa yeah oh, that was ridiculous yeah it, yeah exactly but this is like widely reported news as news 
this is fact, yeah, or, or, or that Spurs are interested. I mean, you, with that, like you just said, a bit, obviously he's looking for a new contract from Bayern, so he's going to shout sort of every half decent team mm. who are doing well. Yeah, like, if, if Bayern can't pay his wages, we're not going to. Yeah. I mean, so Zaha, Barkley, those are more likely. Oh, Wolf. I'm all in for Wolf. He's impressed me massively this year. Yeah. Superb. Yeah, it's just not. It isn't just that he's. He's been. It's not like he scored X amount of goals in, in in X amount of performances. The stats will tell you. It's the way he's controlled games internationally. Um, just the kind of goals he's scoring. It's just something mercur- mercurial about. Talking to Palace fans as well, you know, they talk about the step up he's made into being a leader and being consistent, flexible as well. He's become. Yeah. He's not just a winger. He came kind of. He's morphing into that kind of bail player that can play mm. across. Yeah, that's a good comparison. And exactly, he strikes me of uh, the kind of player Bail was. Yeah, speed and, speed and power. Yeah. And under Pochettino, you think that so that player could go to the. Again, we talk about this next level Pochettino is longer plays. Zaha's already very good, but under Pochettino, he could, yeah. could really He's go still to the 24, next level. He's got another level in the world. These athletes who all of a sudden just realise that they've got more power, more pace, and yeah. more strength. Like Bale, he just all of a sudden he just went, fuck me, I can just run yeah, past yeah. and <laughs> blast this ball in whenever I want. Uh, we've got some questions uh, Rodeo Rex on Reddit he says the year is 2082 and the Premier League viewing figures have dropped below lawn bowls what would you do to, to spice things up do I care do we care about other Premier League viewing figures if we still like it well, I, do, I, I don't care I don't care with, uh, I don't care about the viewing figures all around the yeah, world I, 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 I agree with you no draws uh, yeah just a winner on the day do you remember when um, they launched the MLS and they, they thought yeah. draws would be a bad idea so they but they didn't want to do penalty shootouts <laughs> so they did like the hockey goals where you well, so there was no draws and you had to do that well, they, in a league they, game they thought yeah. about this so you could no draw no game could end as a draw but instead of doing penalty shootout like in hockey, you ice hockey you, one on you one. get the ball and you run with it I'm sure I saw Inter Milan do that in a pre-season friendly once maybe Robert maybe Keane missed I'm sure I remember they tried it out in pre-season right. yeah <laughs> um I don't know. I, I think making um, fights between fans as a part of the entertainment. <laughs> so before, instead of having like warm-ups, you just put twenty fans on on the pitch and get them to fight. Or paint guns. Everyone in the stadium's got paintball guns. Yeah. I mean, if, it, if if the if the viewing figures are lower than lawn bowls, which is essentially no one. It's quite good, man. If you if you ever if, if you ever end up watching lawn bowls, it's quite good. You can't watch law. Oh, you mean if you go down the local park? Yeah, I it's, you meant it's on TV. It's been on TV. I'm sure I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it on TV. At, at university, we got a load of beers and oh we went to the lawn oh bowls and we, we thought we'd. It was just one of those things. Seem your t- it doesn't seem like a competitive sport by now. I can't really imagine you're like. It was just one of those things you got up to at university. <laughs> <laughs> Most people were borderline cashing aids at university, and you were lawn bowling. We took a shit. <laughs> we took a shitload of beer, made a day of it. We just thought, and every now and then we'd do like an activity. Let's go play pitch and putt. This will be love. <laughs> Let's go play lawn bowls. It's really good. You got to, anyway. Fucking hell, it's a good. It's quite good to play. I haven't played it in years. I'm stopping. To, I'm stopping talking. No, keep going. What, what do you really like? If we don't say anything here, <laughs> but I would. Um, I don't know how I would slice up the Premier. Can we move on to the next question? Because this is an excellent question. Okay. Thanks. All right. Uh, I don't know the answer to Radio Rex. But thanks for sending that in. Yeah, sorry, Radio Rex. Yes. Simon no, no draws is my answer. Simon Fraser, Facebook says, "Would you rather be Kane's stepdad or Janssen's biological?" I mean, there's there's, there's a there's, it's, that, there's a lot in that question. It's very simple. Like in, in nine words, he's 
he's created um, a platform for uh, untold answers. Because like, firstly, if you had a choice between a biological son and a stepson, naturally you're going to want to, to, you know, it's your DNA, it's your, it's your, it's your blood. Yeah. But he happens to be Anson. <laughs> uh, but, oh, but it's not like he's a murderer. Or a failure. He's, an, he's a 22-year-old I mean, definitely failure. He's not. He's an footballer. So far. The thing is, Kane might not... As being Kane's stepdad, he might not love you as much as you'd love him anyway. He'd love his real dad more, so... Yeah. He might hate you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be very keen. He'd only hate you if you'd been bad. If you'd been, uh, like, just sort of took the pick at you. Well, you've been having sex with your mum all his life. <laughs> yeah, that is an issue. As it depends a, on what stage you become his stepdad as well. I mean, I, I'm technically a stepdad. I mean, that might oh, surprise yeah. you. You've got... I've yeah. got two stepchildren. But it's only step if you get married. They're just... Kids, just a weird <laughs> uncle at the moment, aren't you? <laughs> no, Charlie, I'm not a weird uncle. I've invested. I went to Legoland last week. Did you? Actually, I tell you what, what a fucking rip off that place. What a racket! Eh? It is a racket. <laughs> it costs 120 quid to get in. That was for 40 percent. What off. just to to get step in. foot into the park? Yeah, 120 quid. That's the for all of you though. Yeah. How many? The two kids and Mrs. and me. Uh, 40 percent off that was with. So what's 40 percent? What's 100 percent? 120 add 40 percent. So two hundred forty quid. Two hundred. Just do half price. This is round up. No, no. But imagine how much you have to pay if you don't yeah. have the offer. It's a holiday, man. It's a fucking holiday. But that ain't it, though. So you spend your whole time these kids in becoming indoctrinated into the way of Lego. And at the end, it's the biggest Lego shop you've ever seen. Uh, and the kids are like, "I want some Lego," and you're like, "Lego is expensive as well." But it's all right because if you give them Lego, they're learning and, and their the cognitive brain is working. I, I don't. Have a problem building. with that? They're building future architects. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, so you'd probably you'd probably go with okay, stepdad as stepdad of the year. Yeah, if it was Harry Kane. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I'd go Vince biological. I just think like when he finally when it clicks, oh, that's my boy, and yeah, I helped him. Yeah. It could be like, oh, that's that's my stepson. Oh, no one cares. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you're not his real dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think he's saying. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Oh, I think I'm definitely not there. If Kane's dad. biological dad is still around, then, exactly. Then you're, you're but if one. he's not around, then you might be the hero then because yeah. you've like come in and like doing right by his lovely mum. Mm, you're the dad he never had. Yeah, you know. We could go on a night with this Because I'd rather be Janssen's biological dad Because I'd be quite proud of my son Putting on a Tottenham shirt Even if he is one of our worst ever strikers I'd be still be proud of him yeah. He's not one of our worst ever strikers Exactly yeah. he is. I can think of five worst Who is? Right Raziak. now Raziak. Raz- five, five worst from Janssen Go Yeah Raziak Yeah We had uh, Simon Booth Play for us For sure Andy, 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 Andy Booth Andy Booth yeah. Andy Booth uh, Sergi Rebrov yeah. Held a postiga. He's done it, he's got one more. And we're gonna have to go for Soldado. There you go. No, fuck off. Soldado weren't worse than Jensen. He scored more goals than Jensen. So. Well, but it was there longer. We'll see. It was there longer. But and he was in his prime. He, he did well though, apparently. to be fair, Ted. He was in his prime. That's 28 years old. We saw him in his prime. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was in his prime. Um, yeah, I, I still, I mean, if, if I had Kane from a small boy. And saw him grow up to be the man he is. You'd be windy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'll take Anson. 
Anyone? Any other answers? No, I said Janssen. Okay, Janssen. Uh, Mobs Beal on Twitter, he says, My son was born on the 21st of April. Oh, wow. And we fucked the end of the season in 2016. Sorry. My, my son was born on the 21st of April 2016 and we fucked the end of the season. He was one last Friday. And is it his fault? Is an exorcism, exorcism a bit harsh? Yeah, give him to someone else so he can be someone else. Someone else could be his stepdad. Maybe he would turn into Harry Kane. What you're saying, give away your son. Saying call the service. Call social. He's or, or call, not. Yeah, he's exactly. Happy yeah. with the level yeah, of parenting from. I'm Mosfield. saying call social services. I change. I'm also. I'm a bit. I think I've, I've got something in common with this kid. That is, we haven't. No, no. We We haven't won the FA Cup since I was born. So I kind of feel that maybe I'm the curse. We've had maybe two, I need two to glorious be, league cups. Maybe there, I need to be exercised. Keep them close. Yeah, I think that might be it. I. I, I mean. I don't think it's the, your boy's fault. No. Like, just no. like, let's lay that at rest. It's not. No. It's not. No. Not your son's fault. Um, but it might be. I, I, don't just, think, <laughs> I don't think it is. Maybe it may. It maybe because he, he's he's only one. Maybe just move his birthday yeah. so that you never know. Well, hold on, he's one know? and we come third. He's two. Two, he comes second. No, no, oh, no, no. he's one when we oh, He's born. Oh, he's born. He's going to get worse every year. He's one when we become second. Oh, right, it doesn't mean. No, no, it's, oh. and when he's three, come 12. No, when he's two, <laughs> he wins the league. Um, it could be. But I would all, just move his birthday. All, all I would say is don't don't discount the fact that this could be all your fault, Mob's, Mob's uh, Bill. Uh, it could be. Um, but I guess ultimately, you. If you have a good relationship with your son, then it's worth it. Yeah, it's more important than than Tottenham and all of our feelings. There's nothing that your son can do or say or that would change Tottenham. There's nothing that we can say here that will affect the result going forward. I don't know. You've had a good go. At <laughs> <laughs> Pickford, who should have been nominated, uh, it was nominated for goalkeeper <laughs> of the season. Who you just just declared as. <laughs> Maybe I was a bit harsh, but he's Maybe. not very good. He's not all that. He's been nominated as the goalkeeper of the season by people that understand football and watch so much more than you do. <laughs> just, just say I was wrong about Pickford. I won't say um, no. He's getting relegated. He's going down. Oh, and it's all his fault, definitely. It's all his fault. It is all his fault. to catch. Okay, this has been uh, the fighting cop. Thank you so much, Charlie, for coming down again. Oh, it's a pleasure. You always have to end up coming on when. Uh, Misery strikes. It does. There's been a lot. There's been a lot. Uh, but it's always it's lovely to see boys. Yeah. Nice to meet Ted. Yeah. Ted, um, we well, we didn't get an opportunity to talk about it, but we were talking about obviously you're you're, you're an EastEnders mm-hmm. and you're an actor. Mm-hmm. How long have you been an actor? When, when did you want to get into it? Um, I've been doing it for money for about five years. And before then, you was doing I, it. I for wanted to. I wanted, did tricks, it because I wanted. Did it because I wanted to be, be professional. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I was going to say. Professional. Pe- so. Tricks before it. Yeah, tricks before. Magic it. tricks. You mean? Yeah, <laughs> tricks. Uh, okay. Uh, the, and, and one of the other things is where, where every time you come on and your tweet, uh, I have the great time uh, recording on uh, on up the shirt, and it get favourited. Yeah. Because it gets favourited by your your fans. I don't want to say anything. I'm going to get you in trouble, but. Um, there are some really interested fans of EastEnders. Yeah, people, people like love they're it. massively into it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I get included in these favourites, and <laughs> and, and, and f- I mean they're really into it. It's check out their avatars and go see what they're about. Yeah, of course, because you know I'm interested and I'm interested <laughs> in the world you live in, Ted. And um, you know it's it's great to have you on. 
Thank you, it's always good to come on. So, have you ever been offered to do like Strictly Come Dancing or anything like that? I haven't um, at the moment. While I'm under contract to EastEnders, I, I won't get those kind of offers. But one day when I leave EastEnders, who knows, maybe I will get those kind of offers. So, gun against your head, which reality show are you choosing? Celebrity Big Brother, Strictly, I'm a Celeb. I'm a Celeb, yeah. I, I, I would say I'm a Celeb, got to be I can't dance and I think if you're going to go on one of those shows I think you need to try and get far to win yeah because otherwise you're just a joke I sound like Bardi not being able to dance what a great skill to pick up well great exactly that would be really good to learn but if you get get voted off in the first or second week I mean it's I reckon you've still had enough training with the dancer to like come away at least you've really thought about it haven't you yeah Yeah, I have. Because yeah. if you go, I'm a celebrity, you're going to have what? to eat <laughs> That's the thing. I'm a celebrity, they'll make you eat some nasty stuff. Well, you, yeah. what, do you mean nasty stuff? Like testicles, cow's eggs? Well, you'd have a problem. I think I'd have more fun just... than I'm a celebrity. I mm. think, I, I don't know, I'd, I'd like to... It will catapult you to a new, uh, <laughs> new level audience as you're, well. You're already mm. too big for Celebrity Big Brother as yeah. it stands mm. now. Oh, yeah, you no, you've got, you're on a downward spiral yeah. In, in, yeah. in celebrity. Don't do that. That's no. Jamie O'Hara. Uh, yeah, Last season, no. trying to fight a fan in a non-league game playing yeah. with Billericay Town. Exactly. So, so you know, terrible. It's, it's terrible weird that he's thirty years old and playing with Billericay. What a waste! It is a waste because he. I, I saw him play very well for Spurs against West Ham away, and we won. He was probably. I've seen in an interview. He was like, I got, I got. As soon as I got my twenty grand a week contract, it was just like, what an idiot! You sound like a fucking dick. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Squabbling over Bianca Gascoigne. Telly. But even that, <laughs> even, even that I, I kind of look, you can't not be the human being you are. That's true. Yeah. You can't not be, but like, you do you, Jamie. Don't listen to us. Did <laughs> you actually? Know, it's, it's 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 just the wrong people around him not saying you're being a dick. Mm. Like whenever Barty's a dick, we tell him. I mean, he could have stayed at Spurs and become a left wing back. <laughs> he would have done alright Maybe the FA Cup right. semi-final He'd probably have done better than some would have done alright oh. On that bombshell oh, uh, no. we will see done you. everything <laughs> We will see you next week After a glorious Glorious two results Against Palace And more importantly Arsenal at White Hart Lane This is going to be Could be The biggest game We've We've Potentially ever had At White Hart Lane The penultimate game Gonna fucking smash him against yeah. those arse. Come on, you Spurs! Come on! Spurs! This donkey's no longer the big dog. Look, he is. I'm not a big dog. You are. I'm just a main dog. Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.